0: Now is your time to flex. What up everybody and welcome back to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. We got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to be introducing or talking about some immeasurable qualities, how being a person of principle can ultimately lead you to a great, successful life. We got some great examples that we're going to be using today, but I am your moderator today, B. Jones, and I am joined by T.I. Jay Days back on the podcast, man. We missed you. What's happening?
1: Hey, what's going
2: on, people? Hope that y'all had a phenomenal
0: day. Yeah, we got FaZe on.
2: Hey, everybody. I want to thank you guys all for uh, listening up to this. Um, wherever you are, if you're in the gym, if you're at home, uh, if you're in your car, if you are at home and you guys in the background, Wake up. Um I appreciate that. Uh please you get a chance. Make sure you go subscribe, tell a friend. Um, you know, this is great information. Let us know what we think about it. So as the the CMO, I gotta make sure I always plug. Let us know how you're doing. So looking forward to y'all. I appreciate it. And uh, let's get it going.
0: Let's get it going.
2: We got Mr. Mm-hmm,
0: the Qs, Mike D, what's happening?
3: Rude all rude, bruh hmm How's everybody doing? You good Yes, sir.
0: Doing well, hey. doing well. L Fresh we just- is in the building. DJ Barry B Fresh. What's that?
4: He is I, and I is him, slim with the tilted brim. What's my name? They call me B Fresh.
5: Let's
0: get it. Let's get it, let's get it. And last but not least, the prolific one, Carol Coach K Kodayo. What's going on,
5: bro? Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up everybody. knows Ooh. been in bed.
0: You making up a last week I'm talking about. funky on
5: uh, <laughs> yes, That's all I'm going to give y'all, right? But hey, I I want to I, I want to rename. I want to rename uh you always say the Q's like like Mike represents the whole Q nation. I, I want to rename. <laughs> I want to rename him the Deacon with his <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes
4: Lord. Yes Lord.
5: Mm-hmm. Cover Deacon My name is Deacon Rubra. Deacon
4: Rubra. Deacon Rubra. baby, <laughs> <D-R-D>. <laughs> and, and,
5: then, and then definitely, and then definitely, welcome back to Jay Dace. We definitely missed him. Uh, it's been a rough few weeks for Brett because he was back to being, you know, the youngest one. So we were hitting him up with all types of stuff and age <laughs> checking him every week. So I'm sure that, that out of everybody, he's probably the most grateful that you are back, but we're all happy to see <laughs> you back.
0: Hey man, you know how it is when you are the low man on the totem pole, but you know, Jay, I'm, I'm still with you, bro. I got your back. I appreciate it, man. Cause I, I definitely was about to say,
1: I don't know that song.
0: That that Kay started off saying
4: what oh, so. oh, oh, White
0: noise podcast out. It yet, cool, going cool, to we have a You
2: gotta take your time, man. One. Easy into that. Easy into that. Leave, leave, leave that, that in. Let the world know that. That is not an <laughs> edit, that is staying in here forever. No, no, we're gonna take that. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and wow. get wow. the
0: education wow. process going. So Coach K, let us know what it is, man. What we got going on. Yeah, go ahead. Let's do it.
5: Let's do it. Let's do it. So it was it was originally made by Harold Harold. Melville and the Blue no- Harold Melville and the Blue Notes, mm-hmm. which the most famous person out of that group is Teddy Pendergrass.
0: Teddy, Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy, P- baby, I, baby. I, I know, know you know who you
5: know Teddy like. P is. And then it was just remade a few years ago by John Legend and Melanie, Fee- Melanie Fiona. Okay.
0: okay
2: Melanie okay, Fiona, so I got man, you. what is she saying, man? That name sounds familiar. A couple a things. Singer. She's a good singer, but she's not. She hasn't done like she's not A yet. She's like a B. She a is B, classified
4: uh, as a soul singer and not an R&B go. singer. And so you know she's in the soul category where she is still a great singer, but she does not get the public acclaim and recognition that soul singers do as opposed to R&B. I'm sorry, I cut you off, Coach
5: no it's all good and she was on her way but then she had a baby so since she had the baby she kind of went back underground. the ground but she's she's from canada as well so then that's where she lives so just like tamia you know she she's another one that she's canadian and doesn't get the
4: stateside love that she deserves shouts to canada we coming there to do a couple <laughs> podcasts within the next 24 months y'all be ready
2: there it is
0: we got a lot of different topics we're going to jump into today. We had the CEO and the CMO in Atlanta for the P7D conference, man. But before we get their take on that, uh, when Carol first got to Atlanta, we realized that it is actually prom season now. Carol was out front of the hotel and we were just having a random conversation. He just walks out and he's seeing all of the, the whips that the privileged kids these days are taking to prom from I3s to Bentleys, Aston Martins. What you were seeing out there, Carol?
5: It's crazy what these kids were coming to the prom in. These kids were coming to the to the prom in Lamborghinis and Ferraris, I3s, Bentleys. And for those of you who are closer to my age range, a whip is a car. Um, he said that whip earlier is a car. So nobody worry about where we're going. I just wanted to clarify that. We spanned uh, all generations. But man, it was crazy. I'm looking at these kids pulling up and you know, I look, I don't know if their parents own these cars or if they were rentals or what, but even if they were rentals or it was crazy. I was just like, oh my God, like really?
4: If Jay Dace was there, he would have said the cars were phenomenal.
1: Oh, Phenomenal, man. Just thinking about it, though, man. Going back to my
0: high school years and thinking about what my prom was like. So, like, no, I was not fortunate enough to be driving nobody anybody's BMW or whatnot. I drove like a 1999 Ford Explorer, and just being able to drive to the prom was like the thing because I think the the junior prom I actually took a limo and everything else. But that whole prom experience, man. When, when he when he brought it up, I was like, dang, man, that might be a good good topic of discussion just to see what the guys. You know, prom experiences were, were, were like, and you know, for me, you know, I had the uh, you know, the uh, my lady actually won prom queen, and I, I didn't win the prom king, so it was kind of a letdown or whatnot, but it was a great evening. Uh, we actually did gonna get some uh, photos of all the guys and their prom best up on the website too, but um, it was a great evening. Um, I ended up doing the uh, the out all night with my friends, partying it up, walking in the house at like 5 6 30 in the morning and it was crazy because i i'm coming home you already know you you messed up before you even done it but you're you, you an adolescent you gotta live your life right so i'm coming in the door <laughs> and my mom she's on the couch she sleeps on the couch regularly or whatever so she's knocked out i'm thinking yes i done made it i get all the way to the room i'm about to lay down as soon as my head touches the pillow boom door bust wide open where you been what you been doing why you been out all night it's six o'clock in the morning and all of this mom is going and going and going and uh yeah you can probably just imagine what it where it went from there i liken it to you know that uh, house party when kid came home from the house party and his dad would sleep on the couch and then before he uh, got too <laughs> comfortable in the bed that switch was was on his behind so um yeah I wouldn't recommend that to any of my adolescent listeners going forward, but it was still a great time, man. I had a good time. Uh, Jay, you probably got the most recent prom, you know, next to mine. How, how was your prom experience? Uh,
2: eight months, months, ago.
0: months ago. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Dang
2: shame. Uh, I mean, it was uh,
1: many, many years ago, you know, back
4: in my day, man.
5: You yeah. don't
4: have to do that, man. You probably you probably, you probably one this weekend. <laughs> we all know the younger generation is using that new slang. Months and years are synonymous nowadays.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, but um, I
1: went. I went to prom. Me and my my lady at the time, and then it was my guy and his lady. We wrote the prom together, and it was it was a great time, man. I was fly. I mean, you know, I, I mean, that's. I'm just gonna put it out there like that. I was fly, man. With the with the let it be track. now. <laughs> I had the, the Stacey's on. Y'all know about some Stacy's. You know what mm. mean? I you know, mean? Mm. My dad screwed me on them. But um, but I mean, my night ended pretty well too. I think we tried to go to Denny's afterwards, but Denny's was closed. So we ended up going to Wendy's and I had a baconator. So that was still good too. You know what I mean? But I I that so,
2: so this, that's this when they first dropped it. The he never, a he never had the big name ever. he had one available the night of his prom. <laughs> I mean,
1: that just you know, but that was years ago, though. You know, ago, it, was,
0: it was years ago, Jay. It was years ago. Carol, man. Oh, look at Fresh.
1: <laughs> Yo, Art, Art, I saw your picture, man. You was, like, that, that lining? Yo. <laughs> that, that no, man. no, hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. I, I'll share my story. I'll share my story. Ooh. Go ahead, K. Go ahead, K. Let's, um, Let them hear about the amazing events you had um um in two thousand.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what? What year? I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs>
5: hey, hey, hey! I, I need y'all to slow down. I am not the oldest person on this in the squad anymore. Ooh,
3: cold. I am well, not the oldest yeah. mm-hmm. in
2: the
3: squad. Mm hmm. Hey tell us about
4: Tell us hey Mike Mike can you tell us about Tim team- and
3: <laughs> you got to say for sure instead than what happened on my brown we hey, we, had, we had one of those. yeah hey, it was nice hey i want to know about
5: i want to know about the potter blue tux With the ruffles in the front, that that was me.
3: That was me. You know what, man?
0: If I I guarantee you, it's a kid today. Given the way fashion is and how eccentric some of these, uh, you know, young young kids are, it's a kid today that's wearing that powder blue tux with the ruffles, or the salmon tux with the ruffles to the prom. Oh no, they got the suits.
3: They got the suits in the box if you go to Cole. They got them in the purple, orange, the light blue, the white, the pink. Oh, he got some crazy. This. I'm, I'm scared.
0: for his son. So you yeah, know Easter was, was not too long this. ago. So that, that's where you was at for Easter for your Easter best, uh, Mike. Hey,
3: I hey I'd i it up. I'd have got the white suit with the Flamingo on the
4: back. Flamingo <laughs> out in Ohio or not New Jersey now?
0: All right, girl, we're, <laughs> here, man. we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring it back. Kill. You got to give us the. Uh, you got to give us the escapades from your your, your lovely night Why? out. Why? Run it down why why
5: because i think y'all just like embarrassing me man y'all have me talking about the little stank girl a couple of weeks ago or last week now you want me to talk about my prom and, and it, it, man this is just isn't right I'm, I'm supposed to be the uplifting one in this group wow so uh, okay so i had a prom date um at least at the point where she said yes i would go to the prom with you And we get to the prom and things started going south from the time we were supposed to take the pictures. I was like, hey, you know, let's go take the pictures. Oh no, I really don't want to take any pictures. So in my prom picture, once you guys see it, I'm by myself. So everybody always thinks that I didn't have a prom date, which I might as well not have had one. So I think we might've danced to like a half a song, maybe. And then everybody was leaving and it was time to go our separate ways. And uh, I was like, "Hey, you ready to go?" She's like, "Oh yeah, but can you do me a favor? Two of my friends need rides." And I'm like, "Well, what do you mean? rides? How did they get here? What up? Well, who did they come here with?" So, okay, if things are going wrong. And back and then I was a really nice guy. I'm not saying that I'm not a really nice guy <laughs> now.
0: Uh, uh, what you say? So, so I'm like, so, so that's that's what turns you left. Exactly.
5: So, so so I'm thinking at this point. I'm thinking at this point. Okay. Whatever these two other girls gonna come with us I'm pretty fly I got I got it's like I got three dates I got three prom dates so yeah All right. let's do it So we leave and it's like oh can you take me by my house I want to change before we go to the club Oh okay so we're going to the club Uh, All right. this is getting better We're going to the club maybe things are looking up
0: At 17 years old now Yes
5: because I did graduate high school At 17 years old So we leave And uh go to her house so i'm waiting outside then she comes out and says oh hey i'm gonna take my car too so now i'm really like oh this is all a setup man this is going just so terrible nah. uh, we, we get <laughs> 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 we come together we came as one we leaving as one so we came as one, <laughs> came as one we left as four <laughs> um, but anyway, I can't remember the name of the club. It used to be out there in Kendall. I think Mike D might remember. Mike D was that was that club called Lime Key? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Lime oh, I Lime heard D. that minute, boy. <laughs> so we go out to Lime Key, and I'm like, "Hey, okay, how are we gonna get in?" She's like, "Oh, well, my brother works there, so we're good." Well, we walk up to the door, and the three of them just rush in, and I'm like, "Hey!" And then the guy's like, "Can I see your ID?" Um, and, um, that's where my night ended I was back home at like 10.30 um, even though I had a credit card that I was given hey you know wherever you're at just if you want to check into to a hotel that's fine just be safe we'll see you in the morning so I had freedom that I had never had like until that point and then I didn't even need the freedom I could have been back home at 9 o'clock yeah man i definitely
0: would have loved to swap that freedom for your 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 night because yeah i could have done a lot better with that freedom
5: (laughs) so to this day if if i ever see my my prom date and and she needs something
0: i'm Come on, man! You can't, you can't. We we gonna edit that exactly. one, out cause you sound like you, you sound like you about to be the next Marilyn Manson. Whatever. Sun sound, no, nah. Charles Manson. We gotta get that out of there. No, <laughs> no,
5: no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that I wouldn't help her, but I'm just saying it might not be my highest priority.
1: Action, <laughs> you know, brother. <laughs> and wherever we going, we are taking two cars.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll help you but you drive your car I'll meet
0: you there <laughs> Easy man well get there to the meat Of the show We want to definitely talk about The immeasurable qualities of a person And it's funny because The person that I chose to highlight That Carol actually has on uh, A t-shirt Of Ali the Great The bad man himself Float like a butterfly sting like a bee Um I chose Muhammad Ali, man, for a couple of different reasons. First and foremost, he was just an all-around great dude for, like, the world. Um, He was the best in boxing at the time. He's probably the best boxer uh, of all time, arguably. You know, 56 wins, 37 knockouts, three-time champion. Um, His charismatic nature, the confidence he uh, displayed at will all the time, like, all of these things made him who he was. And yet, still, he was a man of his convictions, and willing to, to make the I guess the utmost sacrifice for what he believed in. And I think that is probably the most immeasurable quality that Ali displayed. So you know, when we talk about us as you know people in society reaching a certain level of success, or you know getting to that next level, having those immeasurable qualities and convictions that are going to help us succeed that's what we want to harp on today um you know ali was 22 years old when he uh first beat seven and 71 underdog and he shocked the world with all of that stuff and then even still when they called him to go to the draft he was like nah i'm not going to fight a war uh for something that i don't believe in um i think the the, the the famous phrase, and I, I'm a, I'm a leave out you know a certain word, but you know it's like ain't no Viet Cong ever done anything to me, so just that alone, you know, he lost four years of his prime. You know, he was on top of the world at the time, and he done, he didn't get that back. But you know, he stood in what he stood by what he believed in, and was able to accomplish so many other things that we'll get into, you know, in the podcast.
5: Yeah, and I think the biggest thing that I I don't think that the the society started turning against him necessarily because he was a fighter and he was beating everybody he was more so being persecuted because he was standing and fighting on his core values and his core values were so strong that the money didn't matter the the championship didn't matter i'm gonna stand on this because this is who i am these are my core values what i believe in this is my moral guide and I'm sticking to that no matter what. And I think that's one of the biggest things that people just at the time thought, you know, how dare you? You know, do you realize how how gifted you are to have the championship? How how you know just ecstatic you should be, that you're the heavyweight champion of the world. And he's like, look, this doesn't even matter to me.
1: Yeah, I think I think Ali became like a movement. You know what I mean? By by standing on what he believed. And anybody who's honestly, who's, who's had massive influence on the world, you know, it's because they stood on what they believed and they became that movement as individual, and then ultimately gathered people to, to, to rally behind them. But I don't think, you know, Muhammad Ali was necessarily looking for people to rally behind him. I just feel like bah- Muhammad said, I'm gonna do what I want to do and there's nothing that, you know, anybody else can do to stop me. No matter what you say, no matter what you threaten me with, this is who I am, this is who I'm gonna be. And, you know, there's
4: nothing you can say that's going to change that. It's uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely something we've discussed many times before, the authenticity. When you are being authentic. Authentic,
2: authentic, authentic. <laughs> we got more from E. Finally, got more from E. Yeah. Hey,
4: that's the that's the title of the podcast. <laughs> when you are moving with authenticity, how about that? And you are being authentic. It allows you to uh, be be more than just yourself. You you are able to resonate more with people. They they see that authenticity, and they can. Um, see the the genuineness behind it and 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 use it as something to relate to something to hold on to and something to understand that hey it's uh who doesn't enjoy knowing that you know a person a thing a place can always be the the same or have the same values or same morals and know that i can come to that place person or thing and be able to you know find and and get that comfort that i'm seeking
5: you can come to a noun person place or a thing boom look at that look at this guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) so even with ali man like his i don't know he was just so involved socially man i think his gift was much bigger than what he did in the ring and you know for him like that immeasurable quality of of wanting to help you know the fellow man and integrity that he lived with that principle that he lived with you know this man he, he he saved somebody from committing suicide at one point in his life you know, he was a, he was a hostage negotiator. I had no idea that and then he, also- so he, he actually wasn't a, a
5: hostage negotiator. He just happened to be in that area and heard what was going on and volunteered. Hey, I'm gonna go talk to this person. Wow. Dude. Similar I think T I did um yeah, right. a very similar thing recently.
2: Yeah, using I never knew that. Wow. He
4: used your your uh influence in, in stardom. You know, to to go ahead and relieve a situation as tragic as you know a possible suicide.
5: Yeah, this person was actually getting ready to jump off a building. Right. And he went up, and you could like I think they have footage of it where, or maybe I'd have seen it in in the in the bio or a movie or whatever. But uh, like basically, he went up and he was kind of leaning out the window, talking to dude, and talking to dude off the ledge. Uh wow. was, I mean, just you know, hey, that's Very
2: something powerful. that that is that's that's big time. That's really big. Right. That,
0: that just that humanitarian like spirit that just was you know strong within him. So, you know, that was his his immeasurable quality. That was his core value. You know, I'm going to throw it to the team, man. So what is, you know, your core value or your your immeasurable quality that you exude on a regular basis? You know, I start refresh.
4: Some of my top, uh you know, life qualities that I try to live by are things like being confident, not being too cocky, but cocky, but being confident enough to know that—that's
0: two on one show, baby.
4: I'm dropping them. I'm dropping. These are gems, ladies and gentlemen. If you pick them up, they're like breadcrumbs. I'll lead you back to the house. It's a fresh house. Believe that. But being confident. Uh, being able to lead by example, uh, especially in work, I think it's better to be a leader and not a boss. You know, everybody has seen the example of uh, a leader being someone who is there to lead by example, show, get down in the dirt, something we've described of art, uh, I think, on the last podcast. But also, that it's, it's not about trying to dictate, but also being able to uh, provide a, a level of understanding because I've been through what i'm trying to get executed uh something i've i've actually caught on to a lot more consciously recently is being more health conscious and and being more aligned with uh not just eating better but looking to do things to uh you know work on my physical body and 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 staying in shape in that form as well
0: so you say your values would be like being a leader being confident and then right now you know just trying to live a healthier lifestyle you say right Of course
4: those are probably my top three currently i I could definitely go on uh and list
0: no that's fine but it's just like the the the, the conscious decision that you have to make to make those those core values because it's it's one thing to just say it right but it's another thing to actually live it on a daily basis and that practice is kind of what it takes to instill that into your life as a value not just something that you're you know it's fly by night you feel me
4: A hundred percent. And I think it's the challenge of being able to push yourself to stay true to those core values that allow you to implement them into other things in your life. So being able to stay true to those values allows you to learn how to slowly be able to take the baby steps to be effective at different things that you do throughout your day and throughout your career in life.
0: Right, right. So Jay, what about you, man? What would you say your values uh, would be?
1: Uh, man, I'm, a, I'm, a, um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna just give one one big one for me is uh, is just love love the next person, man, and, and ultimately love yourself. But love in general, um, that's always something that just just stuck with me from from being a kid to to you know to where I am now. Yeah, I know y'all call me young, but you know I'm, 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 I'm not But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just just loving one another, man. Because uh, and, and and something to give it a practical sense. Uh, to apply it to work um just looking at okay what can i do to make the next person's job easier you know what can i do today or what can i do on a daily basis so that this person or how, how does what i do relate to that person so that way i can implement you know to my fullest extent what i can do to make that person's job easier and that's that, that stems from love you know because you're trying to make that person's job easier and ultimately you're striving to be your best and you're loving yourself um so that's that's my, that's my biggest, that's one of my biggest, I would say, is just loving yourself, but also loving that person next to you because you never know what that person's going through. Um, and you just want to make everybody's lives better in that sense.
0: Right, man, sharing that with the world, being that, that that's that humanitarian piece as, as well.
5: If, if I can jump in, I, I would say one of my core values is resiliency. And that's just... no right and that's just knowing that whatever situation or adversity comes along I'm going to I'm bigger than that situation I can't allow that situation to crush me and if if I can the person that I wanted to add into this and talk about was Nelson Mandela when you talk about somebody that had core values there's a gentleman there that OK, we know about he was sentenced to, to life in prison, but that wasn't the first time that he had went to prison. He had went to prison a couple times before that. And that last time just happened to be 26 years that he did before he was free. Um, so it's very interesting because what kept this man going? What kept him saying, I want to keep living and getting through this? While he was in prison, his mother and his son died. He was not, not allowed to come out to go to their funerals. I don't know if you guys know, but while he was in prison, he also had prostate cancer and had surgery. Now, now he's a now he's a prisoner. So what was the the quality of that operation right. or that procedure During that blade. time?
2: At that time, too. Right
5: mm. at that time, and then he also had tuberculosis very close to before he was released. So now you're looking at what, how did this man stand by this? How did this man stick to it and never give in? And one of the famous quotes that he said when he was on trial, he said, I have cherished the ideal of a democratic and free society in which all persons live together in harmony and with equal opportunities. It is an ideal, which I hope to live for and to achieve. But if needs be, it is an ideal deal for which i am prepared to die that's heavy to me and that's something that always sits with me because how many people are out there willing to
3: die for their core values and for what's think, morally right to them i think it's realizing that everything in life that is around you is bigger than you um, you play a part in the harmony of what goes on in the universe and you got to do your part And anytime you don't listen to where you're supposed to go, um, talk about our core values. mine has always been humility. So you can't think too highly of yourself that you are in control, you're in control of nothing. As much as you can focus on what you want your day to be, those things that are supposed to happen inevitably will. Um, And that's why you gotta be flexible and be able to change plans because your path has already been laid out for you. So mine has always been humility, um, faith that the path that I'm walking on in the direction that I'm going is the way that life, the energies of life the universe wants me to go. So that's the way everything is always going in a positive way. Um, and I'm focus on that to try and make sure that I'm always thinking about positive energy. I'm always attracting something to me that will make my personal life, my, my family and those that surround me better. And as long as you do those three things, you're good. But I think when you talk about like Nelson Mandela, when you talk about Muhammad Ali, um, they realized that their individual life was bigger than anything that they can imagine, and they just kind of gave in. It was like, whatever I'm supposed to be here for, that purpose, whatever that idea is, uh, I'm willing to go to the ends of everything because that's what I'm here for.
5: Right, and we don't want to confuse... The listeners when we say they gave in because they didn't give in to the pressure or the situation but they went all in with what their core values were and I think that's where some people struggle with life is that you have a hard time making decisions because you don't know your core values and I think once you discover your core values it makes it a lot easier for you to make daily decisions and I'm not talking about things like where do you want to eat because that's the first thing i know that one of our wives will come back and be like oh well if you align with your core values you know what we're going to eat for dinner so <laughs> <let's> just <progress. laughs> now we're talking about a little bit more life significant things uh, just to hey, be- tell you
2: before you <laughs> no I I, I, I I don't want to lose this before we um before we go on to the next thing but uh Uh, Kay just dropped so much information about Madiba that I had no idea about. And that just proves that we're we're all out here listening and seeing what's being told to us. But you have to go out and and educate yourself on what you want to learn more about because there's so much more in books that you can hear word of mouth or on video
4: any day. It's just like BJ noted a couple podcasts ago. Even though it's called a search engine, you still have to research and being able to utilize the tools that you have in order to educate yourself more deeply with what's going on and really give yourself a better base of of yourself. You know, it's, it's no different than a business. If you have kind of a starting point, a base in your life, in your business of what you need to do, it helps you grow and establish where you want to take yourself.
2: So, okay, before Brett takes over, he's about to change to next topic, but I want to make sure that everybody out there really understands what you just said about Madiba. Can you just say the last three things of what he went through in his, in his year while he was in there? What he went those Those big three, things, big three things you said. Can you educate us all again one more time?
5: Mother and son died, and he wasn't allowed to go to their funerals. Prostate cancer at some point, came out to have the surgery and then they put him right back in and then tuberculosis and I think this was in like the late 80s because he was released in 1990 so uh, all of those things that you went through that you think about people that you know that have struggled with people that have died or they you know have struggled with prostate cancer and they're not they're not going through a life sentence right uh, tuberculosis a lot of people die from tuberculosis but this man survived all of that because he knew that he was living for a higher purpose and that him living meant so much to a a whole uh to to all of south africa and 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 the world
0: yeah man so 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 marinate on that you know for a minute And, and while you're doing that i think this is a great opportunity for our listeners to take an inventory of those core values before we jump into the next segment of talking about principles you know, take a second. If you're in your car, turn on the voice recorder. If you're at work, get you a sticky note. If you're at home cleaning the house, listening to the podcast, get your dry erase board where you write all your things that you got to do for the week with the kids and everything. Take an inventory of those core values. Look at them and see how they align with what you're trying to do in life. You know, and I'm going to ask that you take it a step further. Send us those core values. Send us an email, info at Send us an email saying, hey, yeah, these are my core values. This is what I'm trying to do in life. And, and let's see where we may be able to impact that and help you get on that road to that greater success. Um, so I wanna switch directions a little bit and get into the principles aspect of the podcast. And this, this example might uh, resonate a little bit more with the, the more youthful members on the podcast. Cause I mean, I wasn't as versed on Mandela or Muhammad Ali at, to that right. I had to do a lot of research on him. But Jay-Z, big man of principle. I've been following him since I was like in high school or what have you. And, you know, one of his philosophies that he's kept with him throughout his business ventures or whatever is to focus on whatever venture offers the most realistic opportunity to make the most money. Right. So it would seem at first that this man's principle is, you know, all about making money, getting to the dollar or what have you. But when you look at his life the things that he's done, the adversity that he's come through. Like Jay-Z had very humble beginnings, you know, before he became a rapper. He was in the streets, you know, a whole lot. And he he found that small window of opportunity to get out and make a change. And that in itself took for him to become a man of certain principles. Um, You know, three of the principles that have been very apparent with Jay um, from his time with Rockefeller up to the creation of Roc Nation, now with Title, um, you know, one of them is knowing when to cut that dead weight. So if you look at his situation with Rockefeller, how him and Dame had to split. If you look at how Beans and you know the diplomats, how that situation just kind of played itself out, and you know even a little bit with what he's going through with uh, Kanye now, he's always been able to position himself to keep his brand at a certain level and know who to keep around to, that's going to help him be the most successful <coughs> excuse me another principle that he lived by knowing where he can get the best return for his investment at one point Jay-Z was offered a book deal had the writers come in you know say hey we want to write a book on you do your uh, biography and his first question to them was, okay so what's in it for me and at that point it's taking the leverage out of their hands and putting it back into his court because he knows I could probably do this book myself and make all of that publishing money and everything and get all of the rights and all of the accolades myself. What do I need somebody else to do that for me? And then the last one is that even through the times where he it seems that he's not winning, he's still winning. So it's like having that always win mentality. So if you look at some of his Failed business ventures on paper, you know, like uh, the, the 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 alcohol Armadale, um, you know, that's not still in existence today. However, even though that was that was a failed venture on paper, there were lessons learned that he could take into his other business ventures. So, you know, we said it on the podcast before: there's never really any there's never any real failures in life. There's lessons to be learned. So, taking those three principles with you and kind of carrying it through, but him taking those three principles with him and carrying it through life is what helped him generate all of that great success. So becoming that person of principle, outlining what those look like for you and then utilizing them to see that great success.
4: It's him understanding that just like he says, he's not a businessman. He's a businessman. He, He understood at a very early age that there was more than just his lyrical content that was gonna be able to propel him to success. He, he knew from a very early age that if I made sure to hone my my what I'm talented and gifted at, that I can go ahead and use this to take me to the success and the heights that I really want to. You know, understanding that life is a long lesson and that if I take something like Armadale felling and use it as the the broken crutch in, 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 you know, my, my venture and let it stop me. It's, it's, it's worthless. Instead, if I'm able to take the experience, what I learned from it, the, the business structure, what was good about it, what was bad about it and take it and implement it into my next venture, then that's how you utilize, you know, those so-called failures
5: as a a new path to success. There are so many Jay-Z quotes out there that I don't know if people pay this this much attention, but if you think about what he has done for hip hop, one of the quotes that I like is he says, they say a midget standing on a giant's shoulders can see much further than the giant. So I got the whole rap world on my shoulders. They're trying to see further than I am. I mean, that's just so that's just so huge and just speaks to what it is that he was trying to accomplish like I, how many people are, are out there in the industry and that's how they're thinking, right? Because other people would be thinking, well, if his album sales go up, then maybe my album sales go down. I don't I don't get as much money and that's it. But he's like, no, I'm just trying to open doors for people.
0: Right. And not only that, I think in that quote, what I hear is, you know, and even in the song, I can't think of what exact song is, but I know the quote, uh, you know, you got the rap game on your shoulders trying to see further than I am. He knows he got people on his back that's trying to basically get to his spot you know so that i think utilizing that as a driving force to you know continue to make you know great music continue to, to carry his brand in a specific light so that he sees you know great success not getting uh stagnant or just taking the success that he's reached and be like oh i'm good meanwhile you got you know I don't know, the DMXs of the world at that time, the is whoever, you know, just th- that are right there on his coattails trying to, you know, I guess one up him and get that spot. So, yeah, man, I think um, it- it's really important to have those principles, have those core values outlined and utilize those, get them to align in- into what it is that you're trying to actually ac- accomplish in life.
2: Yeah, that makes I me. Mean, it makes sense that how we go from you know jay-z but then we never think about the team he has with him and how as much as he's developing himself and he's becoming you know bigger and better and stronger you know he's always kept a core team with him and he's always able to expand to a bigger bigger team and that team didn't come from you know his same humbling beginnings he had to grow as a man he had to mature as a businessman um but you still had to have the, the, the humility humility to keep you know those who are with you from the beginning and those who support you and those who step by you through the tough tough times with you um but know when to to say hey you've reached your ceiling and you weren't able to to go any further but now i'm going to be able to develop myself and i'm sure he's going to many classes and he's going to many seminars and he's had one-on-ones with you know the the top 10 percent or the top one percent of the world um in order to get stronger at it so you know as you go on you got to find your one percent and then when your 1% gets better, you go to the next 1%. You keep growing up. But the minute you stop searching for success above you, you fall into the platform of being just an average person.
0: Exactly, man. Exactly. And that takes me back to, you know, what we a point we were talking about earlier, man. Um, you know, the weekend. You guys were in Atlanta. You know, you were at the P7D. Uh, Carol, how, how was that, man? What was that experience like? Because we did the um, Stay Ready Tour earlier a couple months ago. We talked about going to P7D. What, what was that experience like? And
4: what is P7D?
5: So, I'll start there. P7D is speaker training that was hosted by Eric Thomas, uh, the number one or number two speaker in the world, depending on what uh, platform you go to, what medium you research it on. And, And ETA and his whole squad. And guys what I tell you like outside of Eric and ETA when you talk about surrounding yourself with people that will have a positive influence on you we were in a room with hundreds of people for you know two days and a half that the energy was just so positive and 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 impactful that Eric and those guys didn't even have to say anything that was just the icing on the cake because you had people that were networking you had people that were you know just starting out in business or people that were you know multi-millionaires and everybody's just exchanging information and it, it was just such a, a, a great thing to be a part of and i think that's what makes eric thomas et i was referring to him as et going forward that's how most people know him that's what makes et so big is that the energy that he creates or not necessarily the energy he creates but the people that he draws he doesn't have a choice but to be that loud rah-rah guy and for those of you who have never seen him in person he's not 100% rah-rah-rah all the time but that energy release has to happen at some point because it's just building in the room I mean you can feel it it's like electric like at the end of the day you're exhausted like you had ran a marathon because of all of that exchange of, of of information, so just to be there, and then just man, all the all the stuff they shared, and this was at a man, what we paid for this was priceless, and it was at a much lower rate. And some of the things they shared, I mean, they gave us the blueprint of what got them to where they are, and what they think you need to do to continue to be successful. And it, it was phenomenal, man. I let Faison talk on it a little bit because he was there too.
2: Yeah, it was. I don't even know where to start because you know the expectation that I set when I, I told Kay I said, "All right, I this this had better be good." You know, we've invested in and in, in you to go here. I'm going to come support and learn. Um, but just as much, I want you to learn the speaking aspect of the background. I want to learn about the business. So if you're gonna go there, he needs to be able to teach me how to help you be be the number one speaker in the world at some point. Um, and that was there. I mean, they literally gave us, like Kate said, the blueprint to how to do things in front of the house, behind the curtain. I mean, there was no question unanswerable. Um, there was no, no shade, there was nothing. It was, it was an open book. Um, and I got to really understand The the, the process behind it, I got to talk to, you know, the video guys call. I got to talk to CJ, the businessman. I got to talk to Josh, the money man. Like, you get to see and hear all those things and understand that, which motivates me to come back. And and I'll have a huge fire under my art boys here to, uh, you know, to make the next step. So (laughs) you're going to see some movement happening. But just know that it's not about getting it all and keeping it for yourself. Because if you're not here and you don't pass information on, it dies um, and that's the problem that we tend to have Sometimes is that we want it all for us we think that we're gonna if I give you this information I share with you you're not my competition but you're not because there's are my story a Carol story and an ET story and Joe Schmo story isn't the same story so why are you trying to keep and chaos to say all the time you gotta share your talent you gotta share your gift with the world because that gift can make other people you know amazing but With the ability to, to have access to all those guys it allowed me to understand um, And come back with you guys and really move forward. So it's It's something that that was a like character. It was it was crisis man. It's a priceless opportunity to go out there I am appreciative. I have a newfound um, level of understanding for ETA and respect for that whole entire team um, and it, it's the connections I made for me personally um, and me as a, as a business person um, was was and Jay's word it was phenomenal. So it allowed me to do that, and it was great. So um, it was awesome.
0: Well, since you brought Jay back in to the podcast with the phenomenal, um, before we head to Carol's closing, uh, I definitely want to give Jay the opportunity to kind of give a message the same uh, because he says something around you know not knowing yourself and your yeses being nosy or me, something like that you know you know in regular conversations i wanted to give him an opportunity to put that quote out there again because i think it was it was more profound when he said it the first time than what i just said so i want to give him that opportunity
1: like Kay mentioned in a couple podcasts ago before you can know what you want you got to know who you are and when you know you it's easy to to say, like, when you don't know who you are, your no's are not no's and your yeses are not yeses. But when you know who you are, it's easy to say no. It's easy to say yes. Because you know who you are. And then if I know who you are, you can further know what you want. And when you know what you want, you can know what you have to do to go and get that.
5: Who the study it? he been and, studying. And he went
4: this man went to a cave, ladies and gentlemen in, in, uh, in like Antarctica or something. It was cold in there. It was definitely a cold cave. But he, he came he back, back out back like ready. Martin.
5: What? <laughs> he came he back came out
4: like ha- hairdo?
5: Oh, yes, sir. The beard and everything. My man's. My man's. But no, so I, I totally agree with what T I uh he, he, before you know what you want, you gotta know who you are because you don't know what you need to continue to to bring out who you are. I want to talk specifically to the people that are like I used to be. I used to be a person that I just used to say, hey, I know I have a gift. I don't know what it is. Uh, uh, I know there's something important I'm supposed to do in life. I just don't know what that thing is. And I sat around waiting for a sign or for somebody to come along and kind of give me give me some clues as to what it was and now that i'm a little bit older and i've experienced some things and after even after being at at P7D uh this this weekend and encountering other people that are in that place i now know that what it was is that i didn't i hadn't identified what my my core values were because i didn't know what my core values were i had no center i had no base so i wasn't anchored to anything and if you don't believe in anything and you don't have a moral guide a moral compass you will the journey that you're supposed to travel so i challenge the listeners out there and and even if you're successful because you 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 might be successful successful and i think another one of jay-z's quotes is that The worst thing is to be successful as someone else. And that just means that, hey, you may find success, but that might not be who you are. So I'm challenging everybody out there, successful or not, or, you know, aspiring to be successful. Sit down and spend time with yourself and write down five to ten things that are part of your core values. And then you now have something that's measurable that you can live by and you can check to see how does that align with your life? Because there are those of you out there that because you don't have your core values, you're struggling in your professional life, you're struggling in your personal life, your marriage is suffering, your relationship to your kids is suffering. So you need to get those things established. And I think that will help you align a lot of those things. And some of you got to, you're unemployed right now. You're unemployed because you don't know what you're looking for in an employer because you don't know what you are in yourself. So spend time doing these things and I guarantee you, you will find a level of success such as a Jay-Z, such as a, uh, who else we talk about? Michael Jordan, we didn't even talk about him today, but such as him. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, uh, absolutely.
0: There is a level, there is a level,
5: yep. There is a level of success out there for everybody. And we're not saying that you have to be in the limelight. I can't remember where I got this quote from, but the quote says that life should be much like graffiti. People won't necessarily see you, but they know that you were here.
0: Mm -hmm. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's my time. I'd like to remind you all that this podcast is brought to you by the motivators at Fledgology, where the mantra is leap, grow, fly. Fledgeology, of course, is the motivational speaking and life coaching company that is committed to exposing you to the potential of your dreams so that you can get out of your comfort zone and on to live in that extraordinary purpose-driven life. Gentlemen, great show. I appreciate y'all on the show today. This is a, 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 almost a, a milestone for us. This is show number 20. So we definitely want to clap it ooh, up, give ooh. it up for ourselves. we 20 in the game, uh, getting better each show, getting better each day. Um, yes,
5: yes. yes. Yes, sir. But there it Black is, Black. man.
0: That's the show here on the 13th floor. Where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Twenty is amazing. I'm the 3.
5: He's got Everybody, got up this time, I got it. Give it to the people. Hold on, just I believe in now